Today, um, as we continue our walk along the Via Crucis, the, the way of the cross, as we're, Lord, we're walking with you in this time. Uh, we're walking along this way with you. We're getting close to the end. Maybe we're pretty tired. Um, but the, the important thing, Lord, is that as we, as, we, as we walk along the Via Crucis, that we're, we're staying close to you. And uh, we allow this time, this time of meditation, to become a real time of conversation um, with you. You know, it's, we're walking along this sorrowful way, this, this way of the cross, but because we're walking with you, we should we should be talking to you about this. We should shouldn't be just kind of marching side by side, afraid to to converse with each other, um, too focused on on what we're doing. Rather, what we're doing, Lord, is being with you. And so we should um, we should be sure that we're we're spending this time and that we're talking to you. Um, that we're with you and we're walking it as our own way, but it's the way of your cross and you teach us um, along the way. Today, we're considering the 11th and the 12th um, stops along the Via Crucis. The 11th is uh, that Jesus is nailed to the cross. That Jesus, as he's already now been been stripped and fallen, now we we've reached we've reached Mount Calvary, and Saint Jose Maria comments in his meditation that it's love that brought Jesus to Calvary, and once on the cross, all his gestures and all his words are of love, a love that's both calm and strong. That. Lord, you, it's love that, that you're teaching us in the cross. Um, and that you, you open your arms. So Zimri continues, with a gesture befitting an eternal priest without father or mother, without lineage, that's a citation from the letter to the Hebrews, he opens his arms to the whole human race. That when we look at a crucifix, we see that our Lord arms are, are open to the whole human race. Um, that this is in, in, you know, in a way, the priest in celebrating Holy Mass as well has his arms extended um, like Christ on the cross. Um, that the priest extends his arms um, in persona Christi so that our Lord prays with his arms out upon the cross. And and once again, he, he freely... Um, opens his arms. It's not, it's not forced. Um, rather, our, our Lord freely opens up his arms. The same way just at the very beginning, like this whole thing is happening. Uh, our Lord is, is willing it to happen. He's, he's, no one takes his life away from him, he said. Uh, rather, he freely lays it down and he freely takes it up again. And so here, like, you know, he stretches out his hands to be nailed freely embracing to the very last moment. Um, he's in the driver's seat. And we too can learn that when the midst of our, our sufferings, in the midst of the difficulties in our lives, 
uh, that we too can be um, to be generous with that. Uh, there's a line from the Forge uh, that I remember I heard on retreat one time, and the priest said to try to pray this uh, after receiving from the precious blood is when the priest celebrates Holy Mass. Um, but it's something we can all pray. Jesus, may your divine blood enter my veins to make me live the generosity of the cross at every moment. That there's a real generosity that our Lord stretches out his hands um, out of love for us. St. Alphonsus Liguori, in his um, prayers for the Via Crucis, uh, says, nail my heart to the cross. Nail my heart to the cross. That should be a prayer that we make. That could be a beautiful aspiration to pray regularly throughout the day. Lord, nail my heart to the cross. Whenever we rebel, whenever we don't want to do something, whenever we're tired, whenever there's a lack of generosity, Lord, nail my heart to the cross. I may never leave you again, ever. I want to be with the Lord. And so to be nailed to the cross. You know, our, um, our faith, is, particularly our love for the cross, is not something that we should be able to just pick up and put down. Right? It's not, we want to be nailed to the cross. Um, we want the cross to be permanent in our lives. That we're, we're not going to just, it's not whimsical. Oh, do I want the cross today? Nah, maybe not today. Maybe later. I don't know. No, absolutely not. Nail my heart to the cross. Then I be there with you and never leave you again. I want to be with Christ on the cross always. Every minute of every day. And sometimes our poor selves, our poor human flesh, rebels, right? That was, a, again, another commentary from, from St. Jose Mary, one of the earlier stations, you know, um, to just say, heart on the cross. Repeat it slowly. Heart on the cross. Like that's, um, when, our, when our poor heart rebels, that should be, that should be our prayer, right? Regularly to, to I want to be nailed with Christ there. I'm not going to leave. This is not just, you know, let me, let me just right now. No, stay with him in it. With generosity. With love. You know, maybe, maybe um, at this point in these world events, as we're stuck home and it looks like it's going to be at least another month or so, maybe, maybe a little less if we're lucky, but doubtful. Like, okay, I'm sick of this, right? Like, let's just, oh, I'm sick of this. I want it to be over. Like I tried to embrace this cross early on, but now whew, I'm done. No, nail my heart, Lord. I'm I'm sticking with you with this. I'm staying with you. I want to be with you. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna leave you, Lord. Rather, we're perseverance. We're gonna persevere with our Lord through this. Not give up. We're nailed to this cross. That we're there. We're in it for the whole time. And that's where we want to be, with our Lord. The image of Christ nailed to the crucifix then should always be one of tremendous um, consolation for us. This is our Lord 
um, nailed to the cross out of love for us with generosity, opening his arms, motivated by love. And so, you know, particularly in these days, uh, we, we should try to have a crucifix that we, um, that we look to uh, and that we're, we're regularly um, looking at the cross, that we're there uh, with the, you know, around, around the house or whatever, you know, to be sure to put up a crucifix if we, if we don't have one hanging there and then um, looking at it. St. Jose Maria, uh, in one of his points, says, Before you start working, place a crucifix on your desk and besides your tools that you work with. From time to time, glance on it. When tiredness creeps in, your eyes will go toward Jesus, and you'll find new strength to continue with your task. For that crucifix is more than a picture of someone you love, parents, children, wife, sweetheart. He is everything. Your father, your brother, your friend, your God. The very love of your loves. That we should regularly have the practice of having a crucifix and looking at it. Maybe even giving it small kisses throughout the day. Our Holy Father kissing the feet of the cross as Urbi et Orbi message uh, in prayer and benediction last week. And that we should too. We should um, regularly, you know, give the cross just a little kiss. I love, I love you, Lord. I'm staying here with you. I'm nailed here to this cross. And at the cross then, the cross becomes the source of apostolic fruitfulness. Our Lord says in John's gospel before the passion, on basically the eve of the passion, where he says, now the hour has come after the Greeks come to see him. Now the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. He says a little later on, and when I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men to myself. And this points right to the crucifixion. When I am lifted up, I will draw all men to myself. That we are, that there's apostolic fruitfulness in the cross. That the cross is what wins new disciples. The cross is what wins more and more people to our Lord. So when we embrace the cross, the cross is more fruitful than any of our particular actions, than any preaching. <laughs> it's the cross. It's our, it's our atonement. It's being there with our Lord. When I'm lifted up, I'll draw all men to myself. And so we want the cross to be lifted up in the midst of our own lives, that our whole lives revolve around the cross. The cross stands firm while the whole world revolves. Dum volvitor orbis stat crux, or stat crux dum volvitor orbis, is the uh, motto of the Carthusians. Um, that stat crux, the, the cross stands while the whole world turns. What's in these days, there's so much that's changing. It's just changing and changing. I'm checking my emails, you know. Every couple times an hour, just what's the latest thing? What's happening now? I don't know. You know, what more regulations are there? Stop crooks. The cross stands in the midst of all of these changes. What's not going to change between now and April? I can't, I can't go outside. I can't go to a restaurant. Yeah, that's not going to change. But what's going to not change even more? 
stat crux. The cross stands. Stay with our Lord on the cross. Be nailed with him on the cross. We're not going to leave you, Lord. This is the source of apostolic fruitfulness. This is the source of the growth of the life of the church. It's not clever YouTube videos. It's not good preaching. Like I said, it's not. No, no, no. Stat crux. It's the cross which stands. It's the cross. When I'm lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men to myself, all people, men and women of every race, nation, profession, all drawn to you, Lord, upon the cross. And so we need to embrace the cross as we contemplate this 11th stop along the way of the cross. And then the 12th, um, at this point, it's not even a stop. This is the destination. The next two stations, 13 and 14, are they're kind of like the epilogue, if you will. If this is it, um, the 12th station, that Jesus dies on the cross. This is where our path started, as we started the Via Crucis, that this is where the Via Crucis leads, ultimately to the death of our Lord for our salvation. We shouldn't be naive about this. It's not just some nice prayers. It's not just an interesting time of year. The cross, the way of the cross, ends in here, in death. Now we know that this death leads to resurrection, and that after Good Friday comes Easter Sunday, but there still has to be the death in there. You can't just skip over Good Friday, even if we can't celebrate it publicly this year. You don't just skip over it. That ultimately, as we carry our cross with our Lord, as we follow along the way, as we meet those who help us, as we're stripped and nailed, ultimately we need to give, as our Lord did, everything. Every last drop. We give our Lord our whole life. Every breath. Every moment. Our Lord dies he dies. He actually dies. It's not fake. It's not just putting on the show for everyone that's there. Like, no. Because of um, what's called the communication of idioms, we can say because Jesus is God and Jesus dies, God dies. Right? When you, God died. My God died for me. He died for me personally. Because that's another, that's another, factor in this is that um, Jesus being God knew um, he had the fullness of, of acquired knowledge and of infused knowledge and the beatific vision, meaning he, he saw all things um, in his divinity um, and his, in his humanity, his humanity beholding um, that divide, that beatific vision, beholding always the face of the Father. And well, that means that our Lord knew everything. Right, everything. Our, our Lord knew it, uh, knew it all. And that means he knew um, personally each and every one of us. And therefore, when our Lord died on the cross, when he gave up his life, he died personally for me. 
and for you. Like he die, he dies for us personally by name. Right now, I die. I'm going to die for all of humanity as as a group. No, no, no. Our Lord loves us and dies for us personally by name. Father Casey, I'm dying for you. And and for every one of my sins, right? Our Lord, our Lord saw every sin for which he was atoning. Every he knew every one of them. That time when you did that. And that time when you did that. That time when you did that. I'm paying the price for that. I'm paying it right now so you don't suffer punishment for it. I'm redeeming that sin and that sin and that sin. When we confess, when we confess our sins, particularly when we go to confession, like yes, point by point, individually, by person and by sin, our Lord died on the cross intentionally for us, out of love for each one of us. Just think, meditate on these days and these days and this next week, the tremendous love that our our Lord has in dying for us personally, that you you knew my name on the cross. You knew Father Michael Scanlon, the venerable, uh, beloved founder of uh, refounder of Franciscan University, you could call it a refounder. He 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 was the reviver of Franciscan University. He used to say, "You can trust with your life someone who died for you and rose from the dead. You can trust with your life someone who died for you and rose from the dead." My Lord, I can trust you with my whole life because you know me personally, and you personally died for me. And so I can entrust my entire life to you, Lord. And in these, in these times, in this time, um, St. Jose Maria would pray with entering into the, the wounds of our Lord. He writes in one of his points on, of meditation, you too someday may feel the loneliness of our Lord on the cross. If so, seek the support of him who died and rose again. Find yourself a shelter in the wounds in his hands and in his feet, in his side. And your willingness to start again will revive and you'll take up your joy again with greater determination and effectiveness. We should find refuge, particularly if we're feeling loneliness in this time, being separated from others, being separated from friends, being separated from most of all, the church, the sacraments. We should find refuge in the wounds of our Lord. Within your wounds, hide me, is in the prayer of the Anima Christi. Intra vulnera tua absconde me. Absconde, to, to hide. To hide me, intra vulnera tua. In your wounds, Lord in your wound, in your wounded right side, in your wounded hand. Hide me in those wounds. You should find shelter there. Because our Lord's hands and feet and side were pierced for love, 
out of love for me personally. And so we can be hidden in his wounds. We find in them the source of comfort and of strength. We find in our Lord um, that we're able to be with him in this time of, of loneliness, in this time of, of profound difficulty. And we need to be willing as well to, to die with our Lord. That if we're going to start on the Via Crucis, and we, uh, on account of our baptism we all have, but if we're going to resolve again and again to walk this way with our Lord, well, then we need to resolve that the cross needs to be, we need to give everything. We need to even be willing to die upon the cross, not just carry it for show, right? It's, it's like the people that, uh, there was an episode of TV show when I was growing up, like carry a guitar case um, just for show. Like, I want people to think I play the guitar, so let me, let me carry a guitar case, right? Oh, I'm, I'm pious, I'm a Christian, I follow our Lord, I carry a crucifix around, like, so people think I'm pious, but I'm not willing to do anything with it. The same way, I don't know how to play a guitar, I just carry a case around. I carry a motorcycle helmet around, so people think I ride a motorcycle, right? Like, no, if I carry the cross, and I'm willing to carry it, and I'm willing to to sign myself with the sign of the cross. If you ever make the sign of the cross, every time I make the sign of the cross, we better, if we're going to sign ourselves with the cross, we better be willing to die upon it, to give everything to the very last drop of our own blood. And so we need to ask our Lord for that, that generosity there too, um, that the, we're willing to, to even die upon the cross. And so we should be willing to practice making our own the, the prayer of our Lord upon the cross. Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Father, prayers addressed to our Father. It's our Dad, our Abba, loves us. Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. And we have to die to ourselves again and again and again every day, these little things. Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. And when the big day comes, when the end of our life approaches, in time of global pandemic, I think that's a, a much more present reality for many people. Um, and we should all be aware that, that illness is, is no joke. It shouldn't be taken lightly, but ultimately we know it's not the end. We have, we have our hope in our Lord. Um, but... When that day comes, whenever it may be, you know, it's helpful to meditate. God knows the day of our death, right? Our Lord, our Lord on the cross saw the day that we would join him in death, that we would, we would die with him so we can enter into his death and so enter into his resurrection. And so it can be helpful regularly to remember that one day our lives will end and we'll go to meet our Lord. So we should practice you know, that's the practice of mortification is just practice for death. So I want to die to myself today in small ways. You know, little things, whatever I want to have for lunch, I can, you know, cut back a little bit. Um, we're not eating meat on Friday, right? Okay, oh, I really want meat today. Like, no, okay, stick with our Lord in this. Practice, this is practice for death. It's literally the word mortification to, to put to death, right? That, 
that we're practicing. So when the day comes, whenever it may be, whatever the circumstances, we're ready. We've practiced, we've practiced this, practiced it a million times. And we've said to our, our lady, um, when we pray the Hail Mary, pray for us now and at the hour of our death. Amen. There's a very holy priest who died a number of years ago, Father Sal, up in the Boston area, who tried to count because he, he was um, a pretty smart guy. He tried to count up and do the math of maybe how many times he had said the Hail Mary, over a million over the course of his life. A million times. If we pray the rosary every day, we like it's storing it all up with our mother. Pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. So when we see her, you know, he could he, he did it so he could say, like if I said it once, I said it a million times. Pray for us sinners. Pray for me now and at the hour of our death. Right? We're we're praying. Mary knows and she'll be there with us as our mother. She watches out for us. And so we need to be prepared as we contemplate the death of our Lord. Um, to be prepared for our own day of death, and to be willing to approach it with that supernatural vision. Um, practice now, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Father, it's all, it's all in your hands. And with Our Lady, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And just as well, our Lord says on the cross um, to St. John, his beloved disciple, Behold your mother. And um, he says to Our Lady, Behold your son. And so, as we contemplate all these things, and right there from the cross, our Lord in dying gives us this gift of his mother, of being able to be um, that Mary is now our mother. Like he, he gave her to us. Behold your mother. And so, we should call Our Lady our mother. We should call her mother. We should talk to her. She's our mother. As we walk the way of the cross, we always walk with her. And we, we stay with her. And she teaches us. And she, she we count on and trust will accompany us at the hour of our death and be there and praying for us. She's our mother. Behold your mother. Woman, behold your son. And so we turn to Our Lady and we ask her to be with our Lord, to help, um, to help us to, to be willing to carry the cross in reality to enter into the wounds of our Lord in our loneliness, to be willing to be nailed to the cross and not let it go, and to be ultimately willing that whenever that day comes, to die upon this cross which we've been carrying, and like our Lord, to die out of love, knowing that death is just the next step to reach the resurrection.